0: Hi everybody, this is again the English Channel of Education Newscast, today with edition number 155 in late August 2021. And in this podcast, my co-host Thomas Jennerwein and myself frequently talk with our guests about learning and knowledge in the process of digitization and the digitization of learning itself. And as usual, we have great guests on board today. Uh, but first of all, welcome, Thomas. Hi, Christoph. Hi, everyone. And as I said, we have two guests today. We have Sophie Hartmann, Program Manager at DSAG Academy, and Simon Dückert, Learning Expert and Founder of Cognion and the Initiator of Lernos. And we will talk about a learning circle experience today. So first of all, welcome, Sophie and Simon. Great to have you.
1: Thank you for the invite. Great to be here.
0: Thanks for having me. Cool. And yeah, Thomas, you are today in a different role again a little bit. So you are um, host and participant and guest at the same time. So let's see if I can ask you some questions as well. But if you have questions you can ask, I think we will manage all this yeah. I said, thank you for being here. But before we go into the question, what is a learning circle experience? Maybe you can introduce yourself a little bit, starting with Sophie.
1: Yeah. Hi everyone. Thank you very much again for the invitation today. My name is Sophie Hartman and I'm the leader of the DSAG Academy, which develops trainings for DSAG members with SAP training and adoption together to develop trainings that fit exactly the needs of our DSAG members. Um, And we develop trainings regarding SAP competencies, but also regarding further important competencies for the digital transformation. And uh, Thomas asked us, to introduce ourselves with free hashtags. So um, I would say the hashtags that would describe me the most are as curious learner, passionate networker and creative mind and problem solver.
2: Cool. Thank you, Sophie. Simon? Yeah, I'm Simon uh, Ducat, coming from the Cognon Academy in Nuremberg, uh, which is sort of a place where we are care for and think about organizational learning in the 21st century. And the three hashtags that I care most about is the traditional topic of knowledge management, like management for the 21st century, uh, knowledge work and lifelong learning, and, of course, learning organizations.
0: Okay, yeah,
2: thank you. I think, Thomas, you must not
0: introduce yourself, but maybe your three hashtags would be interesting.
3: Yeah, for the day. thanks, Christoph. For today, it's... uh peer learning, SAP ecosystem, and podcasts. Cool, yeah, and podcasts, that's
0: where we are. But what we need to learn more about now is a little bit, um, what is a learning circle experience? So um, there are maybe different um, explanations. Uh, So bringing in some
2: light into that first, who wants to start with that one? Yeah, I can do that. Uh, perhaps if we start first with the learning circle to talk a little bit about what this is. A lot of uh, the listeners perhaps know from school or university that uh, after you listen to the teacher or the professor, uh, you gathered in the library in groups of three or four or five and learn together and the one understand one concept and the other another. So you help each other and it's easier to learn when you're together than when you're alone. So the learning circle itself is you can think of as a group of perhaps three to seven people joining together over dedicated time span typically several weeks or months, and learn together about a topic. It's also similar to mastermind groups or learning groups that are used in MOOCs, for example. Uh, It's it's the concept also in sports. When you do sports, when you try to run a a marathon or something, uh, you can do that on your own, but you can also build a group and learn to run together, so to say. So the core features are the number of people. It's typically uh, less than 10. Uh, It's self-organized. There's nobody organizing this learning circle. The people have to organize themselves. And it might be driven by a learning pathway, sort of an instruction or checklist of the topics that are to learn and suggestions for content. It can also be completely self-organized where the people say, we want to learn to act in the theater, and they don't even know how to do that, and they figure it out on, on their own. Yeah, and, and the learning circle experience, uh, we, we coined the term to express a setup where you help these kinds of circle to get into action. So if if you're just the five people, say say the five people, uh, sometimes it happens that you don't have a smooth start or you have questions you don't know how to start and so on. And it's it's good to have somebody who guides you a little bit. And uh, we just created this uh, learning circle experience where we support these learning circles over a time span of 13 weeks. We help them in week zero to get the setup, answer the questions that they have, such as tools which they can use to organize themselves in the circle, and then two pit stops in, in week four and week eight. Oh, where all the circles gather. And in week four, we talk about typical problems in the first weeks and answer questions. In week eight, they show the first results and so on. In week 12, we have a little party where we celebrate that everybody ran through the learning program, similar than a party at the end of the school year or the semester in university. mm mm-hmm. Yeah, this really reminds me back
0: to the days when going to university and finding together with some people to just get prepared for the exams and then yeah celebrating, but a little bit more structured. And this is maybe something that helps a lot to be successful in learning at the end of the day. Yeah, thank you for this um, explanation and introduction into the topic. So how do we then in practice, do the um, learning circle experience in the overall SAP ecosystem. So going into our particular use case of that, maybe, Thomas, you can look into that.
3: Mm. Yeah, sure. So, yeah, I perhaps start with the concrete date, as you heard. So this is a learning circle experience for the entire SAP ecosystem. So for there are a lot of SAP employees from all around over the world already registered. But also partners, customers, and perhaps people who are interested somehow. So uh, the first important deadline is that uh, you should register until September 15th. And then we do the kickoff session, like what uh, Simon mentioned. So we introduce everything. Also the guys in more details answer Q and A's. So that's at the September the 20th. Then we will pre, let's say, match uh, learning groups, mainly based on location because of time zones and language and so on. But of course, if anyone is interested to, to change that, we can discuss it, of course. Uh, so I think that's the next step. And then, of course, every learning circle needs to start the learning journey yeah and uh we will hand out the guides uh like uh, where you find all the instructions for every week for the exercises called katas yeah. And then we will do the box stops, what Simon mentioned, in the middle to have uh, something like a pulse check and also to discuss Q&A, but also l- look at the first results. And, and then after this uh, pit stop sessions, not box stops, sorry, <laughs> we will have uh, before Christmas, we will have, a, a let's say, a final session. And uh, what is also cool, I think, is uh, we can hand out, let's say, an official SAP Badge uh, on Credly, yeah, what you get, for example, after you do a certification, but also a sub learning hub course. So there are different versions uh, of, of badges and you get a knowledge badge. So if you have, uh, let's say run through the sessions and also documented this, for example, in a lessons learned post uh, on our blog. Yeah, I think that this is in in, in the detail, the the, the concrete process what we choose and which is somehow pretty much standard. Also, what uh, Simon mentioned, I, I think what good is what's good about it is that it gives a uh, something like a structure, an umbrella, uh, and so uh, people have more guidance uh, to go through such a learning experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: thank you, Thomas. Maybe one uh, additional word concerning the digital badges, maybe for those who are not familiar with this concept. So these are really digital certificates that you participated there and you can share these badges. So that's the way how they are delivered um, as a visual badge. And those are shareable on social platforms like LinkedIn, for example,
3: right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Exactly
0: okay good yeah thank you thomas and now it's of course as we, we already heard not restricted to sap experts coming from sap but it's um, really about yeah integrating the complete ecosystem and how can people join such a learning circle maybe sophie you can uh, enlight us on this a little bit
1: yeah of course so the important part is to register, as Thomas said, on the website. You can find the website, um, especially for the DSAG members within the DSAG um, forum talent management. There you can um, find all the informations on how to register and then be part at the first event on twentieth of September, where we explain everything and in within the registration process you can also choose one of the topics you're interested in regarding the learning guides and as Thomas said we will bring you together in groups uh, in these learning soccer groups and figure out uh, how you can actually in the end go through the 12 weeks and yeah find your partners so we will support you within the first matching process so you don't feel lost within the process
0: yeah so it's a kind of guided learning experience then great uh, however, we have learned now um, what is a learning circle experience and um, what's the concept in this particular case. But uh, we did not yet answer the question why. Why um, we have chosen this format of a learning circle experience. Maybe Simon or Thomas, you can bring in some thoughts here.
2: Yeah, As uh, Peter Drucker already said in the 1960s, knowledge workers are uh, a are type of workers who know best what they need for their jobs. So even the direct superior doesn't know better how to do the job. So we have to sort of push the concept of self-directed or self-organized learning. And I think learning circles, similar to perhaps communities of practice or bar camps, are learning format that support this self-organized learning of knowledge workers. And of course, everybody can learn a concept on their own from the scratch, but I think there are others who run through the learning process and then they they can create this pathway, like a good practice in what steps you learn. For example, to record and publish a podcast doesn't mean that you have to clone the same process, but you give people who want to learn something new sort of guidance, start with this basics do the first recording, here's how you do cutting and so on. So the circle goes faster through the learning curve. So when you ask for the why, I think one is that we go deeper and deeper into the knowledge society and have to push the productivity of knowledge workers and to not let them reinvent the wheel and make the same errors and mistakes again and again. It's a good idea to provide these learning pathways and and circles uh, to run through the learning curve quickly. But it's a very generic explanation. So perhaps there's also an idea sort or of thought. Why for the sub ecosystem, it's a good idea. Mm. What is to why? Why you? Why you came up with the idea to do that?
3: Yeah, perhaps I can jump in. Uh, yeah, thanks for the hint. So I see mainly three. Let's say, for out of for, from a SAP perspective, uh, three objectives. So one is connect learners in the SAP ecosystem with an engaging learning experience. Uh, I think especially this learning together and learning a new way of learning. I think this is interesting. Then, of course, supporting this culture of continuous learning and knowledge sharing and increased personal productivity and self-learning skills uh, also uh, would be a third objective. So that's all of my point of view. So, Sophie, let's say coming from a customer user group uh, perspe- perspective, what would be your, let's say, objectives?
1: Yeah um I have also three different objectives and dimensions ones obviously are also objectives for us as well. But I think one of the main points for the DSAG is connect all the DSAG members with each other and share knowledge and experience on what works and what doesn't work and how can we together build up new competencies and skills. So I think that would be one of the main reasons why the DSAG Academy supports this learning circle experience to just bring together the DSAG members enable them to look over their own borders for learning and learn together a new skill, which is important for the 21st century. But also the reason um, you both said Thomas and Simon strengthen the competencies of self-directed learning, as this is one of the most essential skills in the 21st century. And another thing which I think is also really important is that you have someone who holds you accountable for learning because we all know um, sometimes the daily business is taking over and you don't have so much time for learning. And if you have these um, learning circles, you meet up every um, week for an hour and learn together. And so this can actually be a really helpful tool to um, put learning within your daily calendar and give it a space. hmm
3: yeah. And, and perhaps one thing that just came up in my mind, what we should never underestimate is, uh, this ne- next to just learning content and new skills is to enhancing your network. Exactly. Because in the end, it's a network. What can help you if you want to achieve, uh, new things? So I think that's an additional point, which just came up to my mind.
0: Um, maybe before we go a little bit deeper into the content side of the coin because we are now on this meta level of the learning format but staying here for a second this question to you sophie or to you thomas are there any costs for participants when joining such a learning circle
1: no it's completely for free
0: Okay, great. That's good news. <laughs> so, um yeah, as I said, I would like to um dig deeper into the the topics uh, themselves. So, could you maybe describe a little bit more detailed the concrete content of the learning guides and this learning experience that we we want to join there? Yeah, maybe highlight the topic and the
2: content a little bit. Yeah I might I might start with just uh, out of the collection of the available guidelines and learning pathways we chose 3 for this learning circle experience so participants can choose on which learning pathway they run. Uh, I explained the first one. uh, It's the uh, getting things done pathway. You learn a method called getting things done. It was created by David Allen in 2001. If you want to look it up, you can look at the Wikipedia page or gettingthingsdone.com. It's a self-organization method for knowledge workers that goes from the the uh, operational level, like organizing your daily tasks, what kind of lists to do, where you... Uh, how to document uh, projects, and it's a very simple five-step process that you learn in this uh, learning pathway that you go through again and again. You have a weekly with yourself uh, to learn how to, in a professional way, run your own knowledge work, so to say. But it's not only operational, it's also strategic. There are uh, the so-called six horizons of focus that reach from the daily tasks that you have via six levels up to the purpose of your life. So on on a regular basis like once a year at least or every six months go through all these levels and say am i still in the right areas of responsibilities what are the midterm goals that i have and also what is sort of my bucket list what i want to have accomplished until i die so it's a very very holistic method to say so this is the first the first of the three the others uh, diversity and inclusion Uh, thomas
3: Right. So the the second one is inclusion and diversity like what Simon mentioned and uh yeah I, we all know that diversity is such an important topic because diverse teams just get better results and on the other side often there is not enough diversity like even uh discrimination. And still many businesses don't know really how to tackle that. Yeah. So that's what, why we want to offer that topic. Yeah. And it has different faces like self reflection. So what does it mean for you contextualize uh, this to everyone and also look on first learning experiences and set goals and to do this together in a small learning group, uh, like what we just heard. So that's the second topic. And the next one is sketch noting Sophie that's something for you you also are a passionate sketch I I know
1: Yes um, yeah I use sketch noting a lot uh, to just visualize when I was at events or participated in trainings to bring all the ideas and the new learnings on point and visualize them within one paper and this is also what you will learn within the sketch noting techniques so for all of them who don't know what sketchnoting is. Sketchnoting is, uh, in the end, a technique which frames with visualizing thinking, um, and it consists of taking notes in a more creative way by combining text with icons or graphical elements, um, especially drawings or everything, which will help you to visualize all the information you have learned or you consumed and um it helps you to improve memory or attention um or helps you to concentrate and focus more helps to summarize ideas or boil them down to concrete messages or it helps also um to like foster an uh, understanding of really complex topics and within the 12 weeks you will learn how to use um, like containers you will uh, develop an own set of icons which you can use um all over again or figures or connectors learn how to write again with hand which is really interesting because um, who does that in uh, within the digital days so it's a cool class and it will help you in many ways to either bring topics to the point or visualize new learnings mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, this sounds like a very nice combination. Just to recap, so we have three main topics. Um, one self-organizing method with getting things done and learning about how to tackle diversity and inclusion just to um, have better results in teamwork and um last but not least um visualizing ideas and learnings on one sketch and paper with sketch noting yeah th- thank you for that and now looking at yeah the learning circles uh, back again to be successful with that learning techniques do you have maybe um in addition to the explanation that we had at the beginning some tips how to run this successfully
2: yeah, of course. Since we uh, did quite some, we collected what are good practices or also the pitfalls. I would say one thing is commitment. Uh, saying with Derek Sivers. You say, hell yeah, I do it. Or you say, no. Uh, to run a learning circle is not like, uh, yeah, I do it on Friday afternoon. Perhaps I do it and it's not really matters to me, but I see what it is. Decide that you want to do it and then commit to it and do it for the 13 weeks. Uh, Then is the planning of the, the time. I always suggest to put the learning time in the calendar and make sure you keep it. Often it's the first thing that you cancel when your boss gives you another talk and so on. You don't fight for this learning time. I think it's important for the future, for your employability to reserve learning time in your calendar and make it as important as the team meeting perhaps. Um, then also pretty simple, the coordination, like name a person or define the role of a circle coordinator who just calls for making the events. Uh, if event has to be skipped, make a new one, make sure that everybody knows when, what to do when and so on. Similar to a small project management role, so to say. And also, to perhaps Nudge people if you, if you see that they lose the pace, similar to a running group. Mm. If you recognize when you have uh, two meetings a week and a person wasn't there for two weeks, give them a call and ask what, what's that about, if there's no time or if he's not happy with the group and so on. And, and perhaps last but not least, also the tools. We're still in the corona uh, pandemic times. Uh, so all the circles uh, will run, I think, uh, virtually virtually. Or a lot of them will run virtually. Choose some simple tools for interaction, for communication and documentation, like have a chat instant messaging tool somehow, choose a tool for video conferencing to run the weekly meetings, and also choose a tool for documentation, like writing down the results and so on and, and the meeting times into some some documentation. We provided a one pager. Uh, with links and suggestions for tools to use. And I think, uh, Thomas, this link is in the LinkedIn group. As soon as you register, you also find a link to one page.
3: Yeah, exactly. This would be also a tip from my side. Uh, so register for the LinkedIn group. You get the link after you register, let's say, for the overall learning circle experience, because there you find info what Simon mentioned, but also other background information. And of course, you can ask questions or bring up any any topics what you have. And also on the meta level, I just want to invite every listener, you know, in our podcast since several years, we always talk about new methods, uh, innovations in learning. And I think it's always the best just to try it out. And I think here you can learn on different levels. You can learn a new qualification or skill like uh, along the three guides, but you also can learn, uh, like I mentioned, like a new learning method or learning approach. So I really just would like to invite every one of you.
1: Um, a few tips from my side as well. Um, as I already did join one circle before, um, it helps a lot to block a little time before and after the actual appointment to just get in the mindset of what you want to achieve during the hour together with your team. And also afterwards to reflect a little bit on next to dos and the next steps and, um, what you want to do with the learned content afterwards and it also helps to define a moderator for every meeting it can be one moderator that can change for the 12 weeks and it's just super helpful to have someone looking for the time boxing and as well just guide a little bit through the different um, tasks you do during the hour together and also which i found really helpful as well was share your progress with the others and Keep in mind that it doesn't have to be perfect in the end, um, but sharing the ideas and giving the others the opportunity to comment on it um, will also help you and your learning journey within the 12 weeks.
0: Cool. Well, folks, I think you have everything that you need at your hands to participate in that. But maybe one question, one additional question from my side. I assume that everything will be in English, right?
3: No, 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 not not necessarily. Okay. We, we try to at least English and German uh, to use that languages mm-hmm. uh, because we have quite a considerable, of course, yeah, ecosystem based in Germany. Mm-hmm. Uh, but of course, the, the learning circles can organize themselves. Okay. Yeah. So if if you listen now in German, uh, you can uh, be sure that there's a. German circle. We, I also saw some uh, Indian from India uh, registrations. Mm-hmm. And of course, if you guys think it's better in a local language, whatever. So I think that's up to you, because it's also really about self-organized learning. So we propose a matching, but of course, you can adapt that then to your needs.
1: And the guides will also be in English and German as well. Mm-hmm.
0: OK, yeah, cool. That's important information. So I've got now a pretty good understanding of what one can expect there, but is there anything else that you would like to add that we didn't yet talk about or that I did not ask?
1: Uh, maybe, Thomas, one question for you. Um, what happens if a DSAG member company says, that's great, I want to join with my team and learn a new skill within the team and will register five people? Can How can we do that, that they will be in one learning group?
3: Yeah, I think they just can mention that perhaps in the registration or afterwards in the LinkedIn group. So we are flexible there. Sure. Sure. Yeah. So that's also possible. Yeah. Of course, you shouldn't underestimate the power of networking. So to open your network, uh, collaborate with other people, perhaps in the same language, but from other companies. So that's a cool thing. But if you want to stay in your company group, for example, that's also cool. Yeah. Perfect. Perhaps one thing, one, one thing what often people ask, we had some uh, discussions already uh, after the first blocks published. One question often is, what is my investment? Yeah. So of course, investment and money, it's, uh, nothing. It's your time. In, in the end, it's about one hour per week, uh, meeting with your learning circle. I would say then some minutes to max perhaps one hour in exercises, like, uh, pre and post work. And then we have this, uh, four central sessions, like, uh, the, the, the kickoff, the pit stops, the two and the op- uh, ending session. So that's overall investment. So overall, actually, it's not much more than in a typical, let's say, a classroom training. It's just stretched over a longer time. Yeah. And that also what I think, which is one of the beauties of the approach.
0: Great. And yeah, beside the topics um, themselves, just to recap, getting things done, diversity and inclusion and sketchnoting, you will maybe also learn this completely new learning experience itself. So um, yeah, I think that's really interesting. And okay, now everyone, then I would thank you at this point for all these insights and explanations. Um, really appreciate it. And I would propose maybe, um, when all this learning, um, circle experience is done, that we may um, come back again here and meet to recap a little bit, um, of how it went and what was the feedback from the learners. I would be really interested in that. And I can assume that some of the listeners would also be interested in that.
3: Yeah, sure. Would be cool. All right. Okay.
0: Good. I think then we are already at the end for today's episode. And you, dear listeners, if you enjoyed our podcast and uh, liked what we were talking about, please share it with other folks. And you find us on open.sap.com slash podcasts. And of course, on any podcast platform and directory or podcatcher app, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify or TuneIn. And yeah, Sophie, Thomas, Simon, thank you so much for being here with me today. I hope we will talk soon again. Thank you for that. Thanks for the invitation. Okay, and everyone have a good time and take care until next time. Bye for now. Bye.
3: Thanks. Bye-bye.